This podcast is part of the No Phony Podcast Network, the home of independent awesomeness. And we're just laughing and making rocks rise out of the ground for no reason. <laughs> we're just blue angry. milk, you're dumping blue milk on yeah, your we're, projector. We're drinking blue milk. <laughs> Once again, it's time for the idiots. Objective defense of the 80s from a couple of idiots. Welcome back to a very special episode of The Idiots, which is normally an objective defense of 1980s pop culture, but today will be an objective defense of Star Wars generally yes. by a couple of idiots. Yep. My name is Will, and joining me as always is my co host and my friend Ray. Yeah, here we go. So, yeah, so Ray and I are fresh off seeing The Rise of Skywalker, and we thought it would be special, important, for us to comment and provide our spoiler-filled review. So this is not spoiler-free. Yes, if you have not seen the movie, you should shut this off until you have seen the movie. And then come back. Come back and check it out. You know, and, and along those lines, you know, I watch a lot of these uh, reviews and Easter egg videos, et cetera, et cetera. If you're looking for something real deep level layer Easter egg, uh, you know, stuff like that, there's somebody else that does that. They do a great job at that. But what I notice is lacking is a couple of middle-aged people that grew up with Star Wars, I want to say in the truest sense. I mean, a millennial could grow up with Star Wars because their parents introduced them to it. My kids did. Your kids did. Yeah. But it feels like it's different. Are we just being... Selfish or I think we're self-centered. Um, a lot of people are saying we're just grumpy, get off our lawn type of guys. Hmm. But I think we're going to prove them wrong with our review. I feel like I we're really think we are. Do you feel like Star Wars is more ours than a different generation's? Yeah, I do. Yeah, right. It, we I mean, kind of. It's very personal to us, and that's why Disney gets so much hate mail <laughs> when they do anything. You think the hate mail is more coming from our generation? Oh, or it, yeah. No, it's definitely <laughs> coming from our generation. Yes, as the guardians of the wills. It's kind of like me arguing with uh, the theater about my Fandango cards. <laughs> what? They used to take them at the theater. Uh-huh. Now they don't. What, what, like a gift card or something? Yeah, you have to actually physically go on Fandango to use those cards now. Oh, I see. So I'm like trying to use them and telling them, I literally used this here right. recently. So I don't know why you guys won't take it. Mm-hmm. So when I look it up online, they're like, oh, people don't know how to use Fandango cards. And I'm like, damn, that's harsh. I thought it was weak. Sir, this is an Arby's. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where I'm headed with them next. That's why we don't take them. Can I trade these to you for some curly fries? Because I don't know how to use them. Or some kind of mysterious cheese, liquid cheese spread. Mm-hmm. Okay. So general impressions. Overall, uh, when you left the movie, thumbs up, thumbs down. Are you recommending it to friends? Are you on online hate messaging J.J. Abrams? Well, as usual, I left the theater, and I nitpicked the whole thing. Okay. That's what I do. You know, I, I go into Star Wars. I didn't do that with Force Awakens. I went as a super fan, loved it. Last Jedi made me angry. So I went into this one just, like, <laughs> looking for stuff to be mad about. Your guard was up. But I watched it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And my opinion of it completely oh. changed. I, the first time I saw it, I had it ranked as number eight of all the Star Wars movies. Okay, so almost last. Yes. I now have it ranked, let's see, one, two, three, four. I have it five. Oh, that's a substantial Yeah, show. I jumped it up to five right after Force Awakens. It's obviously the first three are my favorites. I see. Then Force and this one. 
because after watching it just as a fan and not nitpicking it because yeah. I don't need to get the clickbait, hey, look how much I hate this movie <laughs> viewership, <laughs> um, all the stuff I wrote down didn't really matter to me the second time I watched it. It was just a fun movie. So end of episode. Well, there, there are things I want to talk about, though. Right. And I, that I did not like, but... I agree with you. I went with my guard up, and the first time I see a movie like this, I'm often just waiting for it to fall apart, and so I'm feeling very, you know, cautious about enjoying it. But by the time it was over, and I'd, I've only seen it once so far, I plan on going again because there's so much to see yeah. and, re- and recall. Um, but by the time it was over, I thought, you know, I had a lot of fun, and ultimately, overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah, we left the theater, and my son said, this is my new favorite movie. My, my, my daughter, around the same age as your son, said the same thing. Yeah, so I went yeah, I went home, and I scribbled all this stuff on this notebook I okay, have cool. right here. So are we going to start? Cr- See that? See that, YouTube? I wrote a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. down immediately after I left the theater. I wish we had a handwriting analyst here, analyst, analyst here that could say, you know, what your emotional um, state was. Well, they would look at my handwriting and obviously see a sociopath, <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> see, that was my trick. I just wanted to get them in here. That was <laughs> that's what I wanted to find out, really. Yeah, but you're admitting it, so yeah, it's fine. So, are your notes chronological as far as how the movie unfolds, or in your usual style, it's you're going to be flipping through pages um, to find? No, everything's on one page, but okay. it's not in any particular order. But the things I do want to point out first, okay, um, were the things that I got right. Okay, very good. That's a question I had for you. So, you, um, And you're talking about your pitched screenplay. Yes, if you go back to the last one we did where we were talking about Star Wars, I pitched my version the of this movie. Hope. The yes, last. The Last Hope. <laughs> and, um, and there are some things that I think I got right. I, I agree. So um, Luke, even though he was a Force ghost, right. did raise the X-Wing. And I'm not the only one who come up with that idea, but hey, we all okay. wanted it. And he gave us our fan service yep. and did it. Mm-hmm. So, and Snoke was a clone. That's yeah, it's which certain. I also called, but well, I'm sure I'm not the only one. No, hey, that's okay. You're, and then uh, they, you were the one brave enough to put it together into a story to pitch it as a correct. cohesive story. Yes, and they did say at one point the last hope in this movie. Okay, I don't recall, but I don't doubt it. They were over by right before she went on the little skiffy under the water. Okay. The the new character who came out of nowhere, Jenna, just, whatever her name is, said, "You're the last hope." Okay, right. Yes, I do remember that. So now. I got that yeah. right too. Yep. So, and I think one boom. of the I, I don't recall your story as as well as you do, but I also remember you talking about a group joining together to look for something. Yes. And maybe it was even you said Kylo and Ray team up to look for something. No, um, they were looking for the midichlorian crystals. Okay. Underneath Tatooine. Right. Is part of my story, and then all the good guys show up, and they get a big battle royale going on down the movie. Right. But. So I, when I saw it, I thought, "Hey, Ray got another thing right, at least in that sense that this was much like a video game, the mm-hmm. kind of idea that it's like we have to join up and go find something to at point A to go to point B, etc., and so on." Yeah. So in the entire movie, what was your favorite part? Yeah. Um, my 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 uh, youngest asked me this too right after we got home. I think my favorite part was, and it surprised me, was, and again, this is a spoiler-filled review. Yeah, go ahead. If you don't want to know, don't watch this. This is these are the biggest spoilers. It's too late now. Okay, is when Han Solo appears as a memory, and, and the reason yeah. why is unlike a lot of haters of the Force Awakens, uh, I didn't like Han Solo dying, but I knew it was going to happen because we know Harrison Ford wanted to die since what Jedi or Empire. Yeah. And so I knew it was going to happen. 
But I think that's a real emotional moment, especially maybe being a father and having a father and, you know, having been at odds with my father at different times that I felt really emotionally connected to. So to see that redo of it, mm-hmm. um, really, I, I felt something. And the, the, connected to that is, going into the movie, I said to my kids, if they try to, um, you know, save Kylo Ren, what do they call that when you turn somebody around? Or I lost words here. Whenever we record, I forget words. And when they try to... <laughs> You know, I don't know. Uh, turn him around, turn him good, you know, absolve him mm-hmm. of all his... If they do that, I am not going along. That dude murdered Han Solo, who was my, yeah. you know, 1980s father figure mm-hmm. slash hero. I'm done. But having him appear, it made me feel like, oh, I don't know, there's some sort of... I guess I'm okay. You know, if he's okay with it, even though it was a... Memory. Anyway, that was my favorite part. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lando. Okay. I would watch a Lando movie. <laughs> that guy still has it. And you're talking Lando Billy D. I'm talking Billy D. in this right. movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. He sounds exactly like he did back then, and yep. he has charisma coming out of every pore. <laughs> I mean, he just has it. Yes. And that young, the, the one who said The Last Hope, him and her should go off and make another movie because he still has it. That was my favorite part. But also, it made me angry at the same time. Because I wanted so badly for all those characters, Han, Leia, Luke, Lando, Chewie, all to be on screen at the same time. Even though uh, meant half of those at least were dead. Yeah, I wanted that in Last Jedi, and I didn't get it. I see. Yeah. You know, I, I, I see we're going to probably be bouncing. Or, although my notes are in chronological order. I see we'll Mine be are everywhere. We're going <laughs> to balance. We are the dyad of the podcasting force. Mm. Um that um, I thought it was kind of crowbarred in there. You know, and again, I'm watching the show back or listening. I realized I say crowbar a lot, but it was kind of crowbar, word, shoehorned in there. The idea and 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 nothing was made of it. But this idea that maybe Jana, the character you mentioned, mm-hmm. is Lando's child. Maybe I don't think so. Well, I mean, Lando's like, let's go get a DNA test. I pictured him next on uh, what, Jerry no. Springer or Mori Povich. <laughs> you were not the father. Or... I think he's kind of hitting on her in that scene. You think? Because he says, well, I where do. are you from? And I can't remember what it's she Billy says. Billy D, man. Who are your parents or something? She's like, I don't know. He's like, well, much, let's go find out. Much like in my version, he should have just whipped it out and said, hey, it works every time. Wait, what is he whipping out in this? The Colt 45. Oh, okay. Well, you got what it. are you thinking about? I don't know. You were vague. But <laughs> I wasn't vague. But, you know, so he says, you know, I think it's something like, who's your parents? I don't know. Let's go find out. You think it's well, going to turn into a who's your daddy type yes, thing? Yes, because Lando is the perfect character. If a girl has daddy issues, he's running <laughs> off with her. So I think that's perfect hmm. for an R-rated Star Wars movie. Oh my God. Get on it. <laughs> R-rated. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's sort of reminding me. Well, no. Okay, I have a different take on that. Yeah, okay. well, we all do. And... and so along along the lines of like that and Lando being in there, did mm-hmm. you did you spot Lando ahead of time when they first, you know, you saw a disguised character well, on a desert planet? Even though I, you know, I don't watch trailers because yeah. I don't want the movie ruined. As soon as that character showed up, I knew it was Lando. Yeah. There was no doubt in my mind it was Lando. And I don't know who else it could have been. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was no doubt. If you had one moment in this movie that you hated, what would it be? Oh, boy. Um, you know, I don't know that it was moments so much as concepts, uh, you know, and a lot of stuff was, and part of the challenge, I think, for the film, and sort of that, you know, I don't know, maybe detracted from my enjoyment at times, was the pace, the pace and the amount of information. I, mm-hmm. I actually didn't mind that it moved fast. That was cool. It kept me from sticking too long on a moment that I might question more and dislike. Yeah, yeah exactly. But at that same 
by that same token, there were things that I thought, hmm, I want to know more about that. As far as a moment I would have changed or didn't like, I don't know, nothing, again, no scene sort of jumps out. Yeah, that sounds delicious, mm. by the way. Thanks. Um, but again, I guess it's, the, well, I guess this. I was bothered at first by the, that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Even the mm. fact, even when Poe says it, I'm sorry, when Poe says Palpatine's back somehow, yeah. I don't know if in the film the crowd around him laughs or the theater I was in laughed. <laughs> but people were laughing, and I, I got that. I felt like, mm. yeah, come on. I mean, we knew he was coming back. But in the end, I enjoyed it. But, you know, the fact that well, he uh, was back and her grandfather. I'm well, like, Palpatine, it's given away on the crawl. That's, I, that also was kind of like. <laughs> it's like, hey, here he is. But I actually had no problem with that because he looked super cool hooked to that machine. That was awesome. And like I said, the first time I watched it, I kind of bothered by it. But then I watched it again, and I was super cool with it. And I thought it was awesome. And I thought it was perfect. I thought you would. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this is like Evil Dead. I mean, with the eyes, you know. Yeah, I thought thought that was a great addition to this movie. Zombie or horror movie. My least favorite moment in this movie is the Goonies dagger. Oh, yeah. Yep. I agree with you. bothered me immensely. Uh, you, you for, uh, yes, I have that written down. You're right. Yeah, that of all the things yes. I have scribbled on this page, that is the one that bothers me the most. I agree. I came home. That was the one thing I said. All right, let me get this straight. <laughs> because you're trying to think and again. They don't give you enough information, but chronologically, so what happened? The Death Star crashes. Now, by the way, this place um, Exegol, where the Sith live, that's yeah. been there for a long time, of long course. before the Death Star, right? But the Death Star, the second Death Star, crashes in a certain way that then mm-hmm. somebody who goes and designs a dagger... With the password. With the password <laughs> to this place that's been there for like a thousands of years yeah. that matches the shape mm-hmm. of the thing. Yeah, and I it agree. doesn't shift and all that. Yeah, and you have yeah. to be... And the odds of being in the right... Look, I know it's a movie, but you're right. That When, I, that, when we left the theaters, that's the one thing I brought For me, up. that worked in Goonies because Goonies is a silly, fun story. Yeah. For Star Wars... And ripping off Goonies, I thought that was probably my least favorite part of this movie. Well, in Goonies, it makes sense because it's based on two rocks that were there forever. You know, this Death Star... Well, and Goonies is also a kid's movie. So you're going to have that. This is an adult movie. This is not a kid's movie. Yeah. PG-13. For the most part. Yeah, I agree. It tries to hit both sides. And and even though it was PG-13, they forgot to drop their F-bomb. Hmm. Yeah. You get one free, guys. Come on. You get one. What are you doing, man? George would have dropped it in this. Yeah. Speaking of which, I would like to put the uh, the poll back up on our Facebook page. Okay. Now that the movie's <laughs> oh, done. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Even though George won in our poll. Mm, barely. Uh, it was a landslide victory. Mm, with like five votes. Like five votes. And I think you were one of them. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to put it back up now that the movie is out. Okay, sure. And uh, we're going to wait a month because right. we want to let everybody to see it. But before they vote, right. would George have done a better job? So right. that's going back up. Yeah, and the only thing being really for me now is uh, the second movie, Last Jedi. You know, yeah, which... this also made me angry because J.J. should have done all three movies. I, I agree. This, yes. This movie was a lot. It was surprising how much of Last Jedi they ignored. And I was just going to say that. He totally bitch-slapped Ryan yeah. Johnson in the face yeah. with this movie and said, everything you did, I'm going to undo except for a couple of things. Yeah. But he really did slap him hard when he did this movie. Yeah, I thought I thought literally there's a moment, you know, where she goes to Octu, I think it's called, where Luke is, you know, Luke was uh, had uh, whatever it was in hiding, and she said, "That's it, I'm staying here forever." And Luke appears and says, yeah. "That's a bad idea. I did yes. that." I thought that's literally Luke is saying, "Last Jedi was a bad idea." Yeah, and th- that just it, there's a whole bunch of stuff in this movie. He puts the helmet back together, right? 
Um, nobody's coming. Right. And then the whole Ready Player One thing happens where all the ships come. Right. And it's like every every dig he could get in, he just did it. He right. was like, I'm just going to... I'm going to stick my hand up his butt and work him like a puppet. <laughs> he got him. He you know, did. Recently, I read that Ryan Johnson said he hasn't heard anything more recently, mm. but there's still talk that he has, and I think technically he still has a deal with Disney to direct his own trilogy. Not related to this saga, yeah, but his own him. Star Wars movies. Yeah, good for him. I won't be at the theater, and I will not purchase those. No, I wonder if it'll be different, though, because he makes he's made some good films. It's just yeah. keep him out of Star Wars and his movies are good. Well, what if it was some other character not related to these things? He ruined Star Wars. Oh, JJ had to go above and beyond to save the franchise hmm. because Ryan ruined Star Wars. And I will put it to you this way okay, 30 years from now, for the group that grew up with Harry Potter, okay, yep. 30 years from now, they announced they're making three movies called Hogwarts. Uh-huh. All right, and uh, the first movie starts, blah, blah, blah. Hermione's a teacher. Weasley's there. They were married. Now they're divorced, which is what they did to Han and Leia. And Harry's nowhere to be found. Okay? He's, and then we're going to kill Ron halfway through the movie. <laughs> At the end, you see Harry living in the woods like a hermit. That's yep. the end of the movie. Part two, they come back. Harry takes his wand because there's a new kid, another orphan, throws the wand over his head and just walks off in the woods. We watch him drink milk for an hour and do chores <laughs> So, and then they kill Harry Potter in the yep. second movie. Yep. And now you're coming back. Your director has to write a Harry Potter movie called Rise of the Potter Part <laughs> 3 with no Harry Potter. Yeah. How are those kids going to feel watching that yeah, movie? Yeah, kids. How are you going to write that movie? Yeah, J.J. No. was up against the wall, and he yeah. did an amazing job with this. Yeah. Yes. And it, that's my analogy for what it would be like for all you kids out there. Yeah. So, yeah, you understand why we're, we complain about uh, how our Star Wars has been treated lately. That's right. You killed off Luke, and then you made a movie called Rise of the Skywalker. Well, Ryan Johnson's, I think, our age. So, Well, hmm. you know what, Ryan Johnson? You better never come to my town. Oh, boy. I will have harsh words for you. Yeah. No barbecue or cornhole for you at Ray's house. No, you can sit across the street and watch us have fun. Cause, and uh, what's her name? Kennedy? She can sit over there with you, and you two can oh. complain about me. Well, in the very least, though, she had the foresight to say, all right, we got a course correct. Get J.J. on the phone. J- and he wasn't interested in doing it, I don't think, until, you know. Well, what director, writer yeah, right. in his <laughs> mind would yeah. want to follow that? Well, that shows you how, how much, how good it was even, I mean, or, or how much better it was that he was able to pull it off in spite of. The only other person I could think of that could have done it is uh, John Favreau, hmm. with The Mandalorian. Because okay. he is killing yeah. it. Halfway through the first viewing of this movie, I was thinking of the man. Man, I wish the Mandalorian was right. a movie now. Right. Because he's killing it with that show. Yeah, that's a good show. You know, and so in, in talking about how we said um, he sort of ignored the Last Jedi, you could almost yes. watch Force Awakens almost and skip the Last Jedi. Uh, oh, actually, that was the other thing I got right because I Sam Raimied my version. That's right. Yep. And I think JJ tried to do the same thing. You're right. Yeah. Without actually coming out and saying, I'm just avoiding it completely because he did do the thing where they're still connected and they can mm-hmm. now they can grab stuff off each other. Yeah. Which the second time I watched it, I thought was really cool. I, I thought that was cool. I loved when they're fighting and when she's in his chambers yeah. and he doesn't know where she is and the yeah. stuff just keeps spilling into each other's things. I really enjoyed that the second view. Yeah. So if, you, if you're like me 
and you're on you're on your little podcast right now, or your YouTube channel, and you're bashing the shit out of this movie. Go back and watch it again as a fan, because I know we all want to get the views, and the more negative things you say about this movie, you're going to get views. But as a fan, go back and watch it again, because I think you'll like it. Yeah, I am surprised that I see all this, you know, backlash, and they say just like uh, Last Jedi, we have now still it's split half and half. I don't know. Last Jedi, I got it, you know, because yeah. I was split on some things. Like, I like this about it. I don't like this about it. And overall, I thought, eh, I don't really care for this. But this one, the stuff I don't care about even still, it's just like, uh, it's good enough, you know? <laughs> this one was like good to great. Last Jedi was like bad to good. Yeah. Do I think this is the movie I wanted to end the series? No, because Luke's not in it. Yeah. Is it the best movie he could have made without Luke? Absolutely. Okay, you know, I want to talk to you about um, some specific moments that we talked about, sort Mm -hmm. of maybe are hoped for. Again, not in any particular order because as they come to us. But I was really hoping for at the very, at the end, at the almost the end, you know, and again, I really, it was really creepy. I have a lot of questions about how is the Emperor building. And you know what, this is the other thing about us. Look, we, we are, I want to say we're casual fans. We're fans in the sense that, they created these as a movie. We've absorbed them as films. We had the toys, that sort of thing. There's been tons of comics, books, television shows, you know, cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I get that. There's fans that take all that in, and they're younger than us. Yes. Fine. But in some sense, you know, these films are not created to cater to all those worlds, you know, like the larger canon. And I say all that to say that, so within this world of this film, you're left with a lot of questions. Like, how did the emperor, you know, get all this stuff secretly together? There's like thousands of people worshiping him. Uh, Where do they live? Are there apartments on this place? Um, Are they building the ships? Uh, Again, movie. I questioned it at first, and then I said, you know what, screw it. It looks really cool on film. Yeah. And I think that's what JJ said. I said, this looks really cool. And you know what? I just went with it. Yeah. I wrote it down as something I was complaining about, but then... After watching it the second time, I said, yeah. I don't even care. It looks I cool. I did, and, I, and ultimately I liked it. It was really creepy. What I was disappointed was, though, because you see all these thousands of you know, followers, cultists, and someone suggested maybe they're actually Sith ghosts, which I, I don't... I thought they might be clones, too. I thought so, too. It, it would have been super creepy to see under those a hoods. A bunch of Snokes. Like, yeah. A <laughs> yeah. Bunch of, or like a you know, thousand uh, Palpatines, so half-baked. Or, yeah, half-baked uh, Palpatines. Yeah, that would have been cool, too. But I was disappointed that when Leia's you know, doing her mantra there, come to me, come to me, and you hear all the voices, and there were many, and, a lot, and some of the voices came from those different properties that I just mentioned, including the cartoons, TV shows, et cetera, um, that you, she didn't turn around and they're just all standing yeah. there like oh, force ghosts. That, that was an, awesome. That was another thing I got right, though, was is that the force ghost did come to her yes. in the final part. So. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I think my version was better where they were just like smart asses and like, hey, watch out. Yeah. But, yeah, I wish they were there. That yeah, would have been cool. I think that would have been awesome. And since um, Luke can now grab yes. physical things, um, the force ghost, they could have just beat up yeah. the emperor which is probably why they didn't have them in there but it raises the question yeah. why didn't they do something why don't they do something <laughs> yeah, i don't know but maybe they need a person to you know tie them Anger to the real them? world but yeah just make them mad well no i mean like uh, kind of like we learned on our talking to brandon Masulo about our real world that you need a person who's sensitive enough to be able to communicate with them so like maybe luke can, can't exist uh. except that ray is talking to him so they couldn't just go and kill snow or palpatine themselves yeah, I don't know. Right, it, there's a lot of iffy there. The uh, the other two things 
that I disliked about this movie were the horses on the spaceship. <laughs> I told you about that. You, you, you did what? warn me. And I guess, and, and I disliked that greatly. And ultimately, they weren't in space. I guess, though, right? They were on the ground. But they're not in space. But they're hooven creatures running across yeah, a metal it was, spaceship. Yeah, it was, yeah, which was silly. Yeah. And the other one that really irked me was burying the lightsabers on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Luke's last memory of Tatooine is his aunt and uncle being burned to death. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Princess Leia has never been to Tatooine. Yeah, right. So why yep. bury them there it makes no sense to me. Except fan service. Well, actually, I, when I was watching, I was like, oh, man, she's going to walk into this place, and she's going to hunker down where Luke lives and start reading the books, yeah. and my Dagobah to Tatooine thing is going to be similar. Nope. She just yeah. opens up the earth like for 400 miles and yeah. dumps them Deep. in there. She's like, no kid's going to find these. Yeah, which man, that was the part I didn't like, and I didn't get no... All the Force ghosts at the end. Yeah. It was cool seeing the two, but yeah. Yeah, I wanted all of them again with that wave like they did at the end of, <laughs> yeah. of Jedi. I yeah. wanted that moment. But it, you know what? And then um, because there's never a, a post credit scene in Star Wars, uh, my kids were like, um, are we going to sit here? I'm like, nah, we're getting up. They don't do yeah. this. They're not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, we left too. Um, you remind me also... Uh, I would think we, I would have hoped and thought it might have been more interesting. Oh, redeemed, redemption. That's the mm-hmm. word I was trying to think. Of. Ah, redemption. That after they redeemed Ben, and I did forgive him quickly. I was surprised. I, I thought I told you I swore I never would. You didn't. I didn't. You no, didn't. No. You kill Han Solo. You are in my book. I wanted him out of this movie completely. You know. Uh, something about, again, Han being there and the actor Adam Driver, to his credit, he really sort of like was suddenly like, oh, now I'm Ben. And I thought, mm. oh, he does seem different. It was cool that he, once he's Ben, he gets his butt kicked by the knights at first. He falls trying to climb the, you know, that chain to get to, right? Um, what I was going to say is, though, I think it was less interesting to have him die. and would have been more interesting to have him survive. And it's like, what now happens? This is basically Hitler. So wow. you can be as redeemed as you want. You go into jail and, you yeah. know. We'll visit you in prison for the next 25 to 30 or something. That's a that's a weird scene, the death scene with him, because Ray is supposedly dead, right? Yeah, yeah, she's dead. Well, she's a Jedi. Why didn't she disappear? Well, So yeah. she's technically not dead. Well, Leia, remember Leia, she's a Jedi, and she didn't disappear yet either. Well, you know what I think of that. I do. but When I, she I, went into space, if she was a Jedi, she would have went, boop, and gone. <laughs> yeah, and you know, again... As, look, we're not casual fans, so we yeah. shouldn't have to know what's in the books and everything. But I think in the books and comics, it's explained, it's explained why some fade and some don't. Think about it. Qui-Gon Jinn never fades. I don't remember why, but you got to know, you know, some behind-the-scenes type of stuff or other hmm. stories in, in canon to know. So there is an explanation, but I agree. It's, it doesn't seem consistent to us who yeah. just see the films. Mm-hmm. But I wish he would have, I don't know. It would have been interesting if he's alive. Oh, oh, oh. What about them kissing? I thought that, as close as they well, seemed, I didn't. That's, that that's, seemed out of left field to me. That's the other bitch I have is that Finn never says that he loves her. Mm-hmm. That's my other complaint. Right. And I looked up to see if these two were under contract for movies, and I could not find anything that says they are. Right. But I would not put it past them to do a, another movie with those two in it and Poe. Well, and and you know, so you. you, you you believe that when he, those couple times he said, oh, I want to tell you something, 
I 100% believe it was going to be that I love you because he didn't want to say in front of Poe. Yeah, see, I think so too. But I saw on the internet, folks have this theory that what he wanted to tell her was that he's force sensitive. And someone is claiming that they were at a screening with J.J. Abrams, I think it was a screening, and he stuck around and was answering questions of the audience. And someone asked him, uh, what was he going to say? And he said, or, or maybe they asked him directly, was he going to say that he's force sensitive? Either way, JJ confirmed to this person who's telling this story on the internet, mm-hmm. what he was going to say is I'm force sensitive. Why, why couldn't he say that in front of Paul? I disagree. I think this was that high school I moment. Agree. I agree. I 100% think he was waiting for that perfect right. moment, like Farmer Ted and uh, 16 Candles. Uh-huh. To say, I love you. I think that's what it was. I think it was, a, they dropped the ball at the end of this movie and not yeah. having that happen. I saw a meme uh, on, on the internet. It said, you remember that moment in, in uh, Star Wars, how uh, Finn forgot to tell Ray how he really feels? Yeah. Yeah, so did J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's true. But I didn't buy that kiss. It felt, I, look, I, I get there's maybe some romantic tension or something, but for me, they were at odds. And I mean, again, he's Hitler. He turned around so fast she wants to kiss him now? I don't know. I don't know if it was just, once again, something that Ryan Johnson had brought up to him, and he just slapped him in the face again. I think that's a private joke between them. That they're going to kiss? I think he did that to piss off Ryan Johnson Hmm. somehow because the two of them had a conversation about it. And he said, that's ridiculous. You're an idiot. And then he stuck it in the movie. No, I'm going to do it. Just to say, hey, when you watch this... Boom. You got slapped in the face again. Well, now that I think about it, it's not worse than seeing uh, Luke and Leia making out when they turn out to be brothers and sisters. Well, later, yeah. in, later in the same movie, uh, you know, Empire, she kisses him, and then later on she And then finds he's out. all happy about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, does, he doesn't know it's his sister. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know their brother and sister not yet. yet. Yeah. Not yet. But we do. Well, uh, we uh, don't know at that yeah, point. Yeah, we don't know at that point. That's true. Um, what else? What else? What do you think about... So do you think... I know they're... So they said the saga is done. They say that, yes. But at the end, she had made her own lightsaber. She now mm-hmm. s- assumed the name of Skywalker. Yeah. You think uh, uh, They're going to make more Star Wars movies starting, I think, in 2022. Mm-hmm. But you think we can have a Rey Skywalker film that's not part of the saga that could be good? No. No. I absolutely disagree that she could do another Star Wars movie as a Skywalker. She doesn't have the charisma to pull that off. Mm. I'd rather see Billy D right. do his movie. Lando and Jana. I'd rather see Poe and Finn go off and do a buddy comedy, like Tango and Cash kind of thing. Huh. Um, there's a hundred other characters in that movie I'd rather see go and do a movie than Ray. So in, you, you're, one of your criticisms of The Last Jedi was that the men were idiots. Do you think that they were idiots in uh, this movie? No, they were actually better in this movie. They were more witty. They were written better. Uh, Finn's character still does a lot of screaming people's names. <laughs> I mean, he's basically useless to the story because all he does is run around just scream people. It's a human names. megaphone, and every time he shoots a uh, um, a stormtrooper, he screams like it's the greatest thing ever. But then he's talking to the other stormtroopers who aren't stormtroopers anymore, and he's like, "Oh no, you were one too." He should have said, "I blast those guys right out <laughs> yeah. of the sky all day long." I hope I didn't shoot you or yeah. your friends. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's so many other characters that are cool in this story that they could do a. A thing about something better with. Hell, I'd rather see a, a C3PO in an R2D2 movie. Hmm. <laughs> C3PO probably had the funniest 
moments in the film. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I didn't think I was going to like that new droid when I saw that they were having one. I thought he was awesome. It was hilarious. Yeah, it? he was cool. They uh, The droids always kill. They're, they're awesome. I, I didn't think they could have now another droid and still pull it off, but yeah. Yeah, and like I said, for every complaint I have, this is yeah. still my number five Star Wars story movie of all time. Yeah, it's, it's probably five or six for me, too. I may like it better than The Force Awakens, too. I'm not sure yet. i got to see it again, I think. Well, Force Awakens has that special place when they all come back. And the pacing of it is more like a Star Wars film that we're familiar with, so... Yeah, and there's some weird things about this one. The only reason I didn't like it better than Force Awakens is, is you don't get those cuts. Where oh, the, the light goes across the screen the wipes, or yeah. up. And at times it feels like uh, an Indiana Jones movie or a Goonies movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a true Star Wars movie from start to finish. That's that's why I don't have it above force. Mm. Yeah, it definitely felt a little different. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, there were a lot of cool stuff in it. I loved her, f- even though she was so powerful, you know, that moment where she thinks she killed Chewie. Is an amazing moment where she's fighting Kylo and pulling yes. the ship down, and I think they should have just killed Chewie at that point. Oh gosh, no! I think I think, I think they the, should have. The theater I was in would have revolted and started tearing the chairs uh, out of the. I think that would have been the ultimate. Like, wow, this movie took a chance. If well, you want to take a chance, that would have been. But the chance see, to take. they didn't want to take any chances. <laughs> they learned. That's the one thing they learned: do not take and, chances. Well, th- if you were going to take one in this whole movie. That would have been the one to take. Have the hero of the film kill off one of the most beloved characters yes. of the franchise. Mm. It's the last movie. Yeah. You, they could have done that, and I know he probably struggled with that. He really did. And the second time I watched, I looked for that second transport. Yeah. It's there. Oh, okay. It I was wondering there. about that. I did. I, I was ready. That's and a I little looked, shady. There is a second one in the scene. Mm. It's for like a half a second, but it's there. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look. I'm going to find that yeah. ship, because if it ain't there, I'm going to be mad. Sleight of hand, yeah. But yeah, he was smart. He put it in there. So yeah, kudos to JJ. Yeah. I liked how powerful she was. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> that was a test mm. to see if you could support a powerful woman. That's not the... No, I love Princess Leia. Well, she, well you know... She's a powerful woman. It's disappointing how, you know, if, if it were, were to believe that she became a Jedi, mm-hmm. that Luke trained her, and she does seem super powerful. The way she saves Ben yeah. is, a, is a big moment. You would think, and I know they couldn't do this because, you know, uh, fortunately Carrie Fisher had passed away, but she would have done more if she was this powerful Jedi that still existed, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a weird... She's very strange in the whole last three movies. I mean, she's not Princess Leia. She's General Organa. Yeah. It's like a different character almost because she's so different in the originals. Yeah, but I mean, it makes sense if she matured by, you know, 40 years or whatever it was. And Yeah, but I, I think uh, her character was so much cooler in the early days. All right, okay, goodness. So we got to wrap this up. So any other thoughts? Nope. Nope. <laughs> the time I, give it, I give it the big thumbs up. <laughs> Me too. I look forward to seeing it again. Yep, go see it. It's awesome. And let us know what you think about it. And we'll see you next time. On The Idiots. See ya. See ya.